Listener Production. So I started mining engineering at university. I went to the University of New South Wales, which was full of red brick buildings and had this like giant grass field quadrangle that you had to cross to get to our school entry. Because for some reason, they called the place where you took your classes, they called that your school. So our school was the School of Mines. And our School of Mines participated in something called the International Mining Games every year, which was essentially mining engineering students from different universities competing in different activities. Now, these activities were not things like water polo and netball, but things like hand mucking and track standing. Now, I know these sound stupid and made up, but they're based on things miners used to do back in the day. So hand mucking is basically just filling up a metal cart with dirt and then pushing that dirt and metal cart along a a railway. Track standing is laying down the metal tracks that the tram goes along. It sounds really dorky and look, it definitely was, but when I was asked to go, I was frothing. So there was all of these unusual old school mining games. There were some lectures and there was a lot of alcohol and one star-crossed night with a frosty wind blowing across the desert, we were having some drinks and we had an unexpected visitor. It was a bloke who said that he'd been in Kalgoorlie for a couple of weeks. He wore sunglasses, even though the sun wasn't out, and he seemed, look, he seemed a bit shady. I went to bed early hours in the morning and I woke up with a hangover that felt worse than getting my teeth pulled out one by one. And so I went down to the breakfast bar in the hotel to get a cup of Nescafe. I grabbed one of the local papers and guess who was on the front cover? The guy from the night before. He was wanted for suspicion for murder. I'd love to say that I called the police immediately and let them know that this guy was staying in our hostel. But I just took my cup of coffee back to my room and went back to bed. At the time this happened, I was young, I was self-absorbed, I was hungover So I put it in the too hard basket and I went on my way. That decision has stuck with me for a long time and it's not something I'm proud of. I should preface this by saying justice was served to the man, but it wasn't because of my help. And there have been times I've been kept up at night thinking about how I could have done better. And so how did I overcome my guilt? Well, firstly, I had to recognise my own wrongdoing, right? No excuses, young or not, whatever, I made the wrong choice. Second, I forgave myself. Yes, I'd let myself down. I'd made a bad decision. One bad decision does not define who I am as a person. Think about it. Life is about growing. You're not always going to have all the answers and you're not always going to make the right decisions. Acknowledging that and growing from it is all we can ask ourselves to do. So let me leave you with this. You can't escape the responsibility of tomorrow by evading it today. Now that's actually a quote from Abraham Lincoln of all people. You're not defined by the bad decisions you make, but whether you learn from them. And so go easy on yourself today. We all mess up from time to time, but that's okay. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Terea Pitt's Pep Talk. Follow to get new pep talks every day. Listener.